This is the Ordinary Christian Podcast, a podcast dedicated to real people like you seeking to live out your Christian faith in the ordinary aspects of everyday life. My name is Craig Thompson, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm a husband, father, pastor, and writer. I hope that this podcast will help you to use the margins of your everyday life to live more intentionally for Jesus. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Ordinary Christian Podcast. I want to talk with you today about how you can continue to be the church during hard days. Um, it's uh, we, are, we are separated. We are not the church gathered. Instead, we are the church scattered in our homes and, uh, and, and for medical personnel in particular in, in our hospitals and all the other places where we might be. And I'd like to give you a, a few steps for what I think you can do to continue to be the church right now, right where you are in the midst of hard days. Number one, seek the Lord. Uh, this is what Christians do. This is what the church does. When life gets hard, we find ourselves more and more on our knees praying to the Lord. We, we pray for the sick. We pray for our leaders. We should pray for our president, for our governors. We should pray for our Congress and all the others who have opportunities to have an impact on the way that our culture moves forward right now. Um, pray that this would end. Join with me in praying uh, fervently and without uh, reservation that God would bring a miraculous end to this. We know that he is able. Um, pray for the expansion of the gospel during this. Uh, the Great Commission doesn't end right here. Pray that the Lord would use this to bring about um, revival, perhaps. Pray for the next worship service. Now, this is one of my most uh, enjoyable and excited prayers. I can't wait for the day when the church gathers together again. I can't wait for the time when Malvern Hill Baptist Church and churches all across our country come back together after having been separated for so long. Pray with me for that next worship service that the Lord be honored and praised. Pray with me that the praises of God's people would ring out so loud and clear and true that many people would come to the gospel on that day, that perhaps many who have come to Jesus in the weeks leading up to that day would respond and we would see that as the beginning of an incredible work of God's Holy Spirit in our nation and perhaps even across our world. So number one, seek the Lord. Number two, serve as you can. Listen, there's there's a lot that we can't do, but there are a lot of things that need to be done. Just today I got a call from uh, somebody in our community that needs food, so I'm going to drop some food off there on, on their porch. Uh, can you pick up medications for people? There, there are needs for that. Can you deliver groceries? I was talking with somebody in our church just today who spent uh, an afternoon um, grocery shopping for a family that can't get out right now and dropping those things off. Uh, can you post an encouraging note to social media? Uh, you might be surprised at what it would look like for you just to get involved um, in, uh, in, in your, your church's group chat there to post some encouraging words or scripture. How can you uh, serve in the places where you can? Let me encourage you, number three, to maintain relational intimacy. Now, we're being told to distance socially, and we should. Uh, we must double down on our social distancing, but even as we double down, we've got to double down on our efforts to maintain relational intimacy. Uh, isolation is dangerous. Uh, we have been told for many years now that one of the greatest health crises in our country is loneliness and isolation, and today that is just getting worse and worse. So let me urge you to maintain your relational intimacy Make phone calls, send letters, speak to neighbors across the fence. One of the things I'm doing a lot of right now is calling senior adults in our church. And, and, and I just want you to know that when they get that phone call from me, they love it. 
Their days are just brightened by that. So you've got an opportunity to do the same thing. Make sure that you are spending time investing in uh, relational intimacy, maintaining those. Uh, who knows that you might be able to use this to actually grow closer to a, a, a friend, a relative, a loved one, a church member, just because you're going to become uh, more regularly uh, in contact with them over the telephone in these days and weeks ahead. Number four, share the gospel. The Great Commission didn't stop just because of the coronavirus. Carry the gospel. Carry the good news. Who are you going to share it with and how? Again, we are the most connected society or culture in the history of mankind. Uh, there are multiple ways that you can share the gospel. You can share it by linking to your church's uh, live feed. You can share it by uh, communicating it with a friend on Facebook or Instagram or whatever other TikTok that you're using. I, I don't TikTok myself, but I'm seeing lots of people that are using that right now to communicate things. Uh, what about leveraging those technologies to communicate the gospel? Number five, plan for the future. Um, when or if this thing gets really bad, and that's what we're being warned about right now, that we've not yet seen the bad days here, that they're coming. How, how do we as the church respond? What does it look like for us, obviously, to not add to um, the, the, the contagion that we see right now, but what does it look like for us to respond to this crisis, to this emergency with faith and not fear? What's it look like for the church of Jesus Christ to show up in our community and to make a difference and an impact? Uh, be, be considering and praying and planning for how it is that you individually and maybe you as your church corporately can respond um, when and if this thing gets really bad. How might you care for hospital workers? How might you care for the sick? Um, what's it look like for you to minister to those who might have this virus uh, how might you provide for their needs? How might you meet their, their needs financially? What are the things that you might be able to do? Begin to prayer, prayerfully plan and prepare for those days. Uh, number six, let me urge you to participate with your church. As long as we are able, and for the foreseeable future, I don't see any reason why we won't be able to do this, we're going to continue to broadcast live at 1030 on Sunday morning. Now that means that the, uh, the, the quality of of our production, for lack of a better term, is not quite as strong as it would be if we did a pre-recording uh, a, a pre and then push that out. But we're going to try and continue to do that live because by doing that, we maintain a, a degree of continuity that we wouldn't have otherwise. We're actually participating with our folks and we're urging our people to gather at 1030 around their TV or their their tablet, their computer screen, and to come together. We This past Sunday, we sang a song. We had a time of prayer. I delivered a sermon. So we want to participate together. So I urge you to participate with your church. Uh, you participate, again, by engaging on social media. You participate by praying for your church. You participate by tithing. Please don't forget to do that. Um, it, you, many of your churches are really going to have hard days ahead of you. So I encourage you to continue to participate in, in tithing and, and in all the ways that you might be able to participate with your church. Number seven, be patient. Listen, um, the, 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 we, we just don't know how long this is going to last. We, we, we don't know. I can, I can tell you that as, as it relates to like your, your church's gathering, nobody is more eager to gather together as a church than your pastor and the staff of your church. Uh, but we've all just got to be patient. Uh, that is uh, one of the fruits of the Spirit. So as, um, as, as the people of God, we above all and, and, and overall should be the most patient people on the planet. And so as we wait for this thing uh, to sort of die down, as we wait for opportunities to re-engage in the community and, 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 and to kind of go about our lives as normal, let's make sure that we as the people of God are the ones who are responding 
with faith and not fear, but also with incredible patience. Because that's what we've been called to be, is to be patient people. And the Spirit of God works in us and develops the spirit of patience. So let me just urge you to, to be patient. And then finally, let me, let me urge you to prepare for what comes next. Um, I, I believe that the social isolation is going to create a longing for real community. Now, not a lot of other people are saying this, so uh, I'm, I'm putting myself out on a limb because this is what I believe. I got a call from a, a pastor yesterday who said, "Craig, are you concerned that the younger people won't return to church?" And I'm not that. I'm not concerned about that at all. As a matter of fact, what I, I believe that we're going to see on the back end of this is is young people, old people, everybody across our culture, as a result of the just the the the, the isolation that we're, we're being forced into. I believe what we're going to see is that they are going to be awoken to the reality that um, that social media interaction is just not enough. They're going to be awoken to the reality that there's a desperate need for real community. And there is no better community on the face of the planet than God's church. I think there's an incredible opportunity on the back end of this for the church of Jesus Christ to display to the world what real community looks like. Now, that's going to mean that we've got to be the church throughout this process. We've got to maintain that, that community, not just a sense of community, but an actual community caring for the sick and the aged and the affirmed among us. Uh, right now so that when the back end of this thing comes that we're ready the gospel opportunities are going to be huge on the back end of this not only as people i believe flock into the church but as the church of jesus christ begins to emerge the people there begin to emerge from their homes and begin to engage in their community so i'm hoping that we're going to see christians who have um, been a part of neighborhoods where Social interaction has been um, discouraged and disallowed for a long period of time. Hope we're going to see Christians who are going to open up their front porches and their back decks, and they're going to begin to invite their neighbors to come in so that they can share with them the love of Jesus, so that they can be real communities um, and, and they can have real social interaction. And in that place that Christians are going to be the ones who are going to be able to say, hey, there, there's hope beyond uh, this life. There's hope beyond coronavirus. There's hope beyond all the troubles that we see because there, our, our, our ultimate hope is found in Jesus Christ. These are, are eight things that I, I think you can, can, can be doing right now to be the church during these hard days. I, I know they're not easy. I know for some of you they're filled with fear. But uh, Jesus has already overcome the world. He warned us that we would have these difficult days. Let me urge you to run to Jesus in faith. And there in, in Christ, you're going to discover that his burden is easy, his yoke is light, and he has hope for you and for me, even in dark days. Thank you again for tuning in. We're going to continue to try and give you resources throughout this period of the coronavirus to help, to, uh, it, it help you to grow as a follower of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Ordinary Christian Podcast. I hope that you will use the information in this podcast to encourage you to love Jesus in the ordinary aspects of your daily life. Jesus surrounded himself with very ordinary people who made a difference in the world because of their Savior. You can make a difference too. If you would like to read more of my writings or find other podcasts, you can find information about me on my website at www.craigthompson.org. For information about Malvern Hill Baptist Church and sermons from our church, you can go to our website at www.malvernhill.org. Until next time, use the ordinary margins of your life to make an extraordinary difference in the world around you.